Welcome to this week's episode of the Lads Pad Official. The lads hope you enjoy the show, and if you do, then make sure you subscribe. Anyway, let's get on with the show. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to the Lads Pad Official Podcast, episode 12. We want to start every episode, as we always do, by thanking all of our listeners for tuning in. Uh, there'd be no point in doing this podcast if it weren't for you guys. Um, me and Anthony just really enjoy getting together once a week and just having a chat about a load of rubbish, really, eh, hey, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we do our best to um, think of some topics uh, informative or whatever, but generally it's just us talking about a load of rubbish. Um, <laughs> but it's nice nice to have a chat and we hope, uh, hope people enjoy listening to us just Absolutely. having a chat. Uh, how's your week been anyway? Um, Not bad, a bit under the weather the past couple of weeks. I think I passed on what I had last week. I think, well, I um, think, was it um, your mum had it and then yeah. your soon-to-be wife had it yeah. and then you had it and then somehow I ended up with it as well and then, yeah, so, all right, past week or so, but yeah, it's feeling a bit rough, but how's yours been? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, the wedding's getting closer and closer. It's two weeks today now. Two weeks today. Um, and yeah, I've been going over my uh, groom speech and things like that. Yeah. And the thing is, I know everybody is looking forward to hearing the best men's speech. Yeah. Not the groom speech, but still, I want to get mine on point and I don't want to yeah. bore people. But you then look online, you read things, and some people are saying, keep it short and sweet. Some people are saying it's got to be around 1,000 to 1,200 words. And I got up to about 800. I'm thinking, I don't know what else to say. But then also, some people are saying, don't be too, uh, what's the word? Um, Obvious. Don't be going, oh, I love you with all my heart. You're my soulmate. And saying all of this, because it's just, it's just what everybody says. Try and make it more personal. But also, then they say, try to make your audience laugh because that's the best way to get them in. But at the same time, you want to express your love to your partner yeah, yeah. and not take too much of the piss out of them. Well, <laughs> I think I, I do that on a daily basis. Well, enough. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what order does it go in? Does it go best men then you or is it you then? What order? No, 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 no. I go, so it will go uh, Lauren's dad. Right. Then it will go me. And then, then it will go my best man. Okay, right. So you're second on the on the line. Yeah, so I'll be I'll be forgotten before the night's over. Yeah, um, I mean at least you're not last because then everyone will remember the last speech. So whoever's going last, good luck because that will be the one that stays, <laughs> stays with everybody for the well, rest. Well, I don't of the know uh, for Jamie, Chris, and uh, who's my dad last. who's going last. So yeah. good luck to them then. Good luck to them indeed. <laughs> I, the speeches are going to be really interesting. No, and all of you lot, I, yeah, it's going to be very interesting, the speeches. Yeah. Um, Are you dreading the best man speeches? I'm nervous. nervous I'm a little bit nervous, yeah. but to be honest, they took it easy on me, on my stag do a little bit. Yeah. I mean, when I say took it easy, I was absolutely wiped out one day. So, yeah. Um, but there weren't too many um, uh, dares that stitch I had to ups or, or stitch anything ups. like that. Yeah. But I don't want to speak too soon because obviously, you know, next Friday we've, we've got the local we've stag. We've got the local so, stag, yeah. yeah um, which is going to be enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. 
So on to the news of the week. What have we got today, Anne? Uh, we've got a few little random bits. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this over social media. Um, a Chinese zoo denies its bears are humans in costumes. There's a video and pictures going around of this bear standing up in a in a zoo in China, and you can see like the rolls where the costume doesn't quite fit the person properly. And he's just... oh oh, they're pretending to be the bears at the zoo. They yeah, haven't yeah. actually got bears at the zoo. No, there's humans in bear costumes. No, in the zoo, standing there waving at people and pretending to be bears and stuff. Wow! But you can actually see like the rolls where the costume don't fit. You can see the person's sort of legs and whatever. Um, and yeah, the Chinese um, zoo has denied it, but you can see it's a bloody person in a bear costume. Wow! It's yeah, it's it's really funny. Check it out on social if you haven't seen it because it is funny. <laughs> uh, there's another Chinese zoo that has been trying to pass off a golden retriever as a lion cub. I mean, <clears throat> with this one, they haven't even gone to any effort. You can just see it's a dog. It, 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 it's just, yeah. So I think the Chinese zoo market's going downhill a bit because um, yeah, they're, I mean, they're struggling. I, I, I thought most of the animals that we uh, ship over were made in China. Well, yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah. else seems to be. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> um, there's a man who spent £19,000 to become a wolf, said he no longer feels like a human. I think that was kind of what he was trying to get at, wasn't it? So he spent nineteen nineteen grand trying to, to become have a wolf, like a a um, I'm guessing like a dog's mouth. And... No, no, no. He's actually like um, it's like a costume that doesn't come off. It's like he's got fur and he's got like an actual like wolf face and wolf hands and whatever else. He hasn't done it like plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Is actually like got like a skin tight sort of wolf costume that he doesn't actually take off. That's weird. It looks more realistic than the Chinese bear man in the suit. <laughs> it really does. But I, I I just don't get things like this though. I mean, I I can guarantee uh, he probably doesn't sleep outside like a wolf, and he might he might like do he might do nah, don't nah he it. might do. Because mm. there are these um, people that... Has he got £19,000 to pay for it then? Did he go to work like a wolf? Or maybe it's pre-wolf. Maybe when he was a, more of a human, saved yeah. up the money. But there are people like people that like, pretend to be dogs and that, that eat out of dog bowls, eat dog food, sleep in a dog bed. Like, he might be sleeping Yeah, they're, they're a like dog a when they want to be, but then they've got to go to work and pay for the bills. Like, yeah. it, it, it's not... Oh. <laughs> I bet when they're ill, they'll still go on to the NHS. Oh well, to be honest, I don't think this is in in the UK. Oh right, okay. Um, I think it's likely to be America. I think right. Um, so, and there was a woman who's been arrested because she called the police two thousand seven hundred times because she was lonely. She's kind of shot herself in the foot there because she's been arrested and put in a prison cell. She's going to be very lonely in there. Well, if she's already lonely, nothing's really changed. Now, I mean, she's now in a prison where... She'll get visitors, like the guards and stuff and that. And, mate, if she's in prison for just calling the police, she ain't going to be in a high-level maximum security, is she? No. She's going to be no. in prison with just, like, a load of inmates. Yeah, true. You know, yeah. low-level... That might be what she wanted. She might exactly. Want to be put in prison. Yeah. 
But I mean, calling the police two thousand seven hundred times is a lot of fucking a lot of phone calls. That, isn't it? that is. Do you know how how long over that is? How what? How what period of time? Oh no, was? I don't. No, I don't know. I'd have to have a look. No, I don't know. That is that is a lot of phone calls to police. Yeah, that's needy. That's clingy. That is. That is. <laughs> no wonder she's that's, alone. That's that's creepy. <laughs> that's creepy ex girlfriend stalker stuff. That is. Um, so in other news, last bit for me, um, there's a man who asked for a sword fight with his ex-wife to settle a legal dispute. <clears throat> so they were going through a divorce and they couldn't come to like an agreement on something. So he asked her for a sword fight and whoever won, won the legal debate. I'm guessing these weren't real swords. Um I'm guessing not because <laughs> if you cut if you won with a real sword, then it kind of doesn't matter about the legal stuff anymore, does it? You, no, you, yeah, it's basically just murder. But I, I think like, I can't imagine setting an argument with the wife with a sword fight. Fight it out, yeah. Yeah, it's like we get the kids when they can't agree to do rock paper scissors. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to chuck them a bow and arrow each and then send them out in the garden and say like whoever wins done. I, I wouldn't like to sword fight my wife anyway. She'd probably get a machete. And there there must be a story behind it. They must be lurkers. Is it lurkers when they when they dress up as characters and fight in the woods and stuff? Something like that. Yeah, lurker or lurping. I can't yeah, remember. they must be in something, something like that. that. Yeah, they must be. Yeah, because you wouldn't just randomly just decide to have a sword fight to settle a, debu- a, a debate, would you? No, definitely not. Well, I've only got one bit of news uh, this week. I've not very uh, come organised with the news this week. But it's a bit of local news. Local Um, news. I heard it on the radio yesterday. I don't know if you heard it. Um, Somebody um, was standing outside QEQM Hospital. Right. And a seagull comes, swooped down and took their phone off of them. Yeah. And it took one of, like, the, um, the, the, the medical staff to actually come and claim their phone back from this seagull. Wow. I mean, the seagulls around this area are getting stupid now. I mean, like, ridiculously stupid. Yeah, they are getting insane. I had a seagull land in my garden, I think it was last week. Yeah. And uh, Lauren's going, what is that seagull doing? And it was just like, like you could see it trying to be sick. And all of a sudden, like this massive, like, goo ball just come out of its mouth. Mm. So I go outside after it's flown off. It was a whole starfish. It had bought a whole yeah. starfish from the beach. And wow. It was in my garden, um, and yeah, they were random. Last thing you expect to come out of their mouth is a fucking starfish. I know, but I mean, do you think it's poisonous? Do you think that's why it's bought it back up? Or mm, I don't know. Because the seagulls work in the same way that they regurgitate stuff to feed their. I think they Pizza. do to feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just wiggling around in there. Which is a nightmare as well. My neighbour's got um, a uh, extension. Yeah. Uh, in their loft, and they have got a flat roof. Right. And the seagulls have made it their home and oh, got a marvelous. load of baby seagulls. So five five o'clock in the morning, yeah. all of them chirping away. Oh no! They, they keep landing on my conservatory roof. And uh, drinking from my gutter in, honestly, nightmare. He's but what can you do? That's what you get when you live by the sea. Yeah, I mean, luckily where I am, I'm just a bit further back. So I 
Grant don't really get many seagulls. Yeah. Um, the only time they seem to come out is on bin day. You know it's bin day because yeah. you can look out your front door and you see the seagulls just sitting on the fence, like looking at where they can. Do you know what? That's the best thing that the council's ever done uh, in introducing the actual hard bins, though. Because do you remember the days when nobody had the actual wheelie bins? And people used to put their black sacks outside. No, I don't remember. On, on bin days. Oh, no, they, I don't remember. Yeah, it used to be shit everywhere. Absolutely yeah. everywhere. I don't remember that. Yeah. No. The worst thing now, when, when you when you have got too much rubbish to go in your bin and you put a couple of sacks down and you come out in the morning and some seagull bastard has ripped open. Yeah. And you're getting ready to go for work and you just, the last thing you want to do is out the front of your house picking up shit that's come out of the bag oh there's nothing worse than that fucking winds me right up honestly it's the seagulls and the pigeons around this area it looks like they've got such a good diet because they are i swear they're getting bigger well the seagulls yeah and the pigeons <coughs> and the pigeons yeah well we had a pigeon um come in our house a couple of years back in the summer and he, every day he just pop back it just started. It was the same pigeon every day. He'd come back, he'd sit on the door, just watch us, and then he'd fly down and sit on our shoulder, sit on my head, and then he'd fly off a bit and he'd come back again a bit later. It's just really weird. It just like had no fear whatsoever. But I don't think the seagulls have got any fear anymore. Yeah, it used to be the case you walk up to seagull and it'd fly away straight away, but now they don't give a shit. Yeah, it's like, you hear more and more about seagull attacks where they're swooping down and yeah getting people dive bombing people mum and dad used to have a a uh, like they used to have a nest at the end of their road yeah every time my dad used to walk down to the shop seagulls used to swoop him every single time yeah i'd walk past nothing mum would walk past nothing. always after your dad whenever he wow. used to walk past they used to swoop down and he, oh, <laughs> he used to have to run around the corner oh brilliant it was brilliant yeah. right um so on to today's topic what we got today, Uh So, um, we have got the Premier League coming up. So, I thought we'd do a bit of a Premier League preview. Um, I know we did one at the end of last season, um, sort of summing up things, but um, coming around quick to the new season. So, I thought we'd we've go got over. Community Shield this weekend, haven't we? Sunday, we've got Community Shield. Looking forward to it? Yeah, I am looking forward to it, yeah. I'll be on um, Twitter or X or whatever, whatever the fucking thing's called now. <coughs> I don't know what's a what's a tweet called now or a ret- retweet. Um, uh, Is it just called a post or a repost or? I'm guessing so. Because yeah. you can't call it a tweet along live or whatever anymore, can you? I'm not gonna lie though. Yeah. I quite like it. I quite like I think, it. I, I think it's quite modern. I think it really brings <clears throat> the Elon Musk out in Twitter. Oh, it. it do you know what Everything I mean? about it screams Musk. It, yeah. it does, yeah. I like the branding. Yeah. I do like the branding. But I, I, I don't know. It's just like, would, I want, I need to know what to call a tweet now. It's really annoying. I'm going to have to... Just call it a post, mate. Just call it a post. Yeah, just keep, it just sounds it a bit naff, doesn't it? What do you want to call it? I don't know. But like retweet and a tweet sounded quite... Nice with it being Twitter. Yeah, now it's just X, I, I don't like... even think they've really thought about it because when you actually go on there, it's still 
like says like retweet and things like that, doesn't it? Yeah, well, they're slowly changing it over, aren't they? I mean, the biggest thing yeah. was to get the name changed and the logo and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if what else is going to change, but we'll see. But uh, anyway, back to the community shield. I'll be on X on Sunday, tweet, tweeting or posting along during the game. Um, Who do you think is going to win? I think it's going to be Arsenal three two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think three two. I think we're going to go. Um, I think it's going to be two two to like the eighty fifth minute. I think. And then we're going to get and the then last scumbag goal. Arsenal last minute no, goal. Scumbag Arsenal, not so. <laughs> Three two. What are you going to go for? Three two. I haven't actually really thought about it to be honest. Um, I'm I'm going to have to go in the way of City though. I just think they're just still a force to be reckoned with. Um, I think it's going to be close. I don't think there's going to be much in it. Three yeah. two is not a um, bad score line. I would probably have to go a bit more two one though. I think yeah. I, I think it's going to be a lot more of a reserve game. Um, I think. No, I don't. No, I don't think it will be. It, it all depends as well. At the end of the day, you, you know what City are like. City can come out flying. They get a goal within the first five minutes, and all of a sudden, it makes it such an open game. Yeah. The longer it goes on without there being a goal in the game, yeah, the more I think there'll be less goals. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it could even be a one nil if it, if, if, it, if by half time it's still nil nil. Yeah, it all depends when that first goal goes in. If it is cities, then they won't stop. They will then just put their put the hammer down and go. So yeah, yeah. So it'd be interesting, but I I, I think I think we're going to do. It. I think we'll go Arsenal three two. So going into the season, obviously transfer window is still open at the moment. Um, there's been quite a few transfers. Um, what would you say has been sort of your highlight signing so far of the window? Right. Well, you know me; I don't like to give a uh, one-word answer. No, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, I can tell that by the sheet. <laughs> so I've actually got. Three here. There is actually multiple that I could have gone for. Um, but these three, I think that there's a reason I've put all the three. Okay. Enkunku uh, <coughs> uh, for Chelsea. Yeah. As long as this injury problem that he got taken off um, doesn't affect yeah. the beginning of the season, Chelsea needed a goal scorer. That's why they suffered last season at the end of the day. Um, and from what's actually available, I think they've got one of the best <clears> options <throat> in yeah. Nkunku. I think he's scored three goals in pre-season already. Yeah. So he's already finding the net with Chelsea. Um, so, yeah, I think he'll be a good sign-in. He looks like a good player. He does um, a good player. The only thing I would say is when I've made these selections as well yeah. is... I'm very much a Premier League uh, watcher. Yeah. The other leagues, I don't seem to watch whatsoever. No. So the only time I would ever see any of these other players is maybe if they're playing in the Champions League or that. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of player, uh, people that have made sign-ins outside of the Premier League, so I can't really comment on them yeah. until I see them. I've actually seen Nkunku play. 
And yeah, I think he's a good player. Yeah. Um, Rice for Arsenal. Yeah. I think that could be one of the top signings of the season. The reason I haven't given it outright to Rice is because of how much Arsenal have paid for him. Yeah. Um, it is a big risk. I mean, he's a good player. You yeah. can't deny that. You're yeah. paying for um, that he's English as well, obviously. Yeah. You're paying because he's already a Premier League proven footballer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, Arsenal's really a make or break for Rice. It's, it, it is, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He could come out flying or he could show that he really does belong at a team like West Ham that aren't ever going to be fighting for the title, yeah. but could pick up a uh, conference. Yeah, I uh, mean... Europa or that. If he doesn't hit the ground running and he has a couple of average games, um, a lot of people are going to be on his case quickly, mm. which is which always happens with big transfers and big money that's spent. Um, even if he plays all right for the first few games, I think people are still going to be on him because of the price tag. Yeah. Um, but he will need time to settle. He will need a few games to get into the rhythm of things. So, yeah. me personally, I'm not expecting wonders from him straight away. Um, but I think he will. I, I, this is the thing. I think he will hit the ground fly at flying. I think he will because it's not like he's got to adapt to the league or that. He, no, he's he playing in know. his own country. Yeah. He's playing in his own league. Yeah, and he's playing around better footballers now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, I think he could be the uh, signing of the season. I mean, but for for us, basically, we've replaced Xhaka with Bryce. Yeah, and for us as a team, it's it's a huge, huge signing. But it'd be interesting to see how he does. I hope he does really well. And then uh, thirdly, I've gone for Madison. A um, yeah. little bit, little bit of a bias thing, but again, he's a Premier League player. That's proven. Um, we've needed a playmaker um, it's, ever it's, since Ericsson, Really, we've yeah. never really had that player to link up the defence with the forward play. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I hope he makes a massive difference to us. I think he will. I think it's it is a really really good signing. I just think you should have done it a couple of years ago. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 But think... set pieces, things like that. <laughs> Yeah, we have corners and things like that, and we're not beating the first man. At least we've got somebody that. Yeah, you, you're not free kicks. We've got Harry Kane taking free kicks. It's a great goal scorer, Harry Kane, but he is not a set piece taker. Yeah, um, yeah. It, you can tell it's not a part of his game that he continuously works on. Yeah, I think um, I think this is one of the best signings you've done in a while. I think it's much better than the Richarlison signing. I think it's yeah. it's just a, a sensible, good signing. And to be able to um, get rid of Winks the other way as well, yeah, it yeah. made it a very cheap player to yeah. get for us. Yeah, um, I, I know. I think that's a, that was a very very good signing. And what about yours? Are you going to be so, awkward, or are you just going to go for the one? No, I'm not being awkward. So <laughs> I've gone a bit outside the box on this one. I've gone for Tonali for Newcastle, and um, come over from okay. the Italian league. Um, there was a lot of sort of speculation online that he was really upset and didn't want to go to Newcastle and whatever else. I mean, it could be because you're leaving Italy for Newcastle. 
mm. like in location wise, I'd rather be in Italy than Newcastle, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but he he's he's a beast, and in that midfield, he, he's going to really transform that midfield and that I, team. I think Newcastle in general have just. worked the transfer market so well lately like last they year have, yeah. some of the players that they bought in and you thought yeah really yeah and they've just taken to the league and yeah. i think it's always a confidence thing as well as i said like about last season arsenal were flying they didn't have the best football team in the league yeah but when you've got that um that's right team spirit and absolutely yeah, yeah the best yeah. in the football players do then come out yeah, no, I agree. I, I think Newcastle is a very good, solid team, and last year they did really well. Um, but I think Tonali coming into the midfield, I think, is a perfect signing for them. I think they had a good front three up there. I think they had good defence, great keeper. I think midfield was anything they were slightly lacking in, but I think... Well, I don't know that... Um, What's his name? Bruno... Um, I can't pronounce his name. Bruno G... Bruno G, that's yeah, the one. Bruno G. Yeah, Bruno G. He was, and a very good season. He had a good season. He's a very good player. He's a different type of player to Tonali. Um, I think Tonali's going to play the Rice role that, in Newcastle. That right, OK. Um, but I think, he's going to, I think he's going to do very well for him. I think he did very well. Yeah, as I said, I can't really comment too much on a player like him. I haven't seen enough of his football to <coughs> actually comment. Um, but as I said to you, Newcastle just seem to be signing well at yeah. the moment. Um, yeah, so are. I can't doubt that, yeah, he is going to be a good sign for him. I'm actually quite happy with Newcastle as well because obviously they've got new owners come in that have got a lot of money. They could have just gone out and gone mental. Yeah. But they've got in a manager that knows what he's doing and they've been sensible in the transfers they've done. They haven't just gone out and spent 200 million on two players. So, yeah, um, I mean, as soon as they got uh, appointed, everybody was going, "Oh, Project Mbappe straight coming, straight coming into Newcastle." Yeah, and it's not even been entertained. No, no, um, no it hasn't. I, I think they've done very good business all round. Yeah, definitely. So, moving on to surprise of the season. So this could be a player, could be a team. Like, what, what do, what have you gone for for surprise of the season? So. He's actually going to link in with the Tonali, and that is when you gave me this question, surprise of the season. Yeah, I was thinking, what would I actually be surprised about? And I've actually gone for Newcastle being the team to be surprised about. Okay, but for me, it won't be a surprise. Yeah, like if they get Champions League football again next season. Yeah, is that really a surprise? Um, mm. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, know what don't people know. are expecting. Um, but, yeah, I think they're going to be a surprise of the season. If I was to say a player, yeah. um, I think uh, when we signed Madison, we should have tried to get Harvey Barnes from uh, Leicester as well. Yeah. And I think him going to Newcastle, yeah. I think he's going to do well at Newcastle as well. Yeah. So I think he's going to be a bit of a surprise as well. Yeah. I think he's, he's a very good player, Harvey Barnes. Yeah, I think he's a very good player. And again, it's just a good, good bit of business by Newcastle. Mm. And also, when I say about surprise of the season, last season, Newcastle lost as many games 
Because what Man City did winning the title, their problem was going on to win games from drawing positions. Yeah. Yeah. So when you look at it like that, I mean, you can't even put them out of being title contenders. They haven't got the best team in the league. No, you can't, but neither did Leicester when Leicester won the league. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, how competitive the Premier League is now. You can't really rule teams like that out at all. Yeah, you can't. out of thirty-eight games, they lost five games. Yeah, same as City. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think they, I think they are in for a run-in. Yeah, um, and yeah, anybody that doesn't think that they're going to make Champions League football this season, yeah, uh, for next season, sorry, um, I think, yeah, they will be surprised. Yeah, no, I agree. What about for yourself? Um, I've gone for Kai Havertz. So this was a very controversial one when we signed Havertz from, from Chelsea. Um, Scumpacks, honestly. I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, mean, I, I saw quite a lot of Havertz before he went to Chelsea. and <coughs> I, saw him, I saw him for Germany. Yeah. And I thought, what a fantastic player. Yeah. Went to Chelsea. Yeah. And going back to the club atmosphere and everything like that yeah. there's been so much change in there there's been last season they had so many players I was listening to um, I think his name Stephen Bartlett's um, Diary oh, of a yeah, CEO yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Frank Lampard yeah. and he was saying how hard it was to keep all the players happy yeah. because of how many players how many there, there was yeah. in the squad um, Yeah. so yeah, I mean, he's probably one of them players was that was affected by that. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he could be a different player at Arsenal. Yeah, I think he will be. I think um, when we signed him, Arteta said to him, I want the German version of you, not the Chelsea version. And if we get the German version, I'll be very happy. I mean, he's set to write in pre-season. He scored two or three goals pre-season. Where's he going to play? Um, so he's gonna. He looks like he's gonna be sitting sort of alongside Odegaard, um, in a sort of a front midfield two. Okay. Um, so you're gonna have basically you're gonna have Odegaard and have a sitting behind, and then the wingers and the striker. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's a very attacking outlook on that. Yeah, and he will have to do a lot of track tracking back, which he didn't necessarily do at Chelsea. Yeah, um, but I th- I think he's going to be a completely different player to how he was at Chelsea. And I think he's going to surprise quite a few people. Yeah, um, so I think he will be a bit, it will be a surprise this season. I mm. think he will, and I think if we can if we can hammer in the Arsenal style of football to him, I think it will suit him. I think yeah, it will suit him very well, and he can score. He can score goals. Yeah, and the thing with us last year was. We scored from all over the pitch. We had about six or seven players that were scoring goals. And he he adds to that. I think I think he's a, he suits our style of football and our pace of football. Yeah. And I, I think yeah, I think he'll do well. I think we'll see a totally different habits at Arsenal than we did at Chelsea. Well hopefully not, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so flop of the season. Right, so for flop of the season, yeah. again, I've gone for player and uh, team. Yeah. Uh, player-wise, I've gone for uh, Raul Jimenez. 
um, going over to Fulham, Fulham from yeah. Wolves. Yeah. I think ever since his head knock, um, yeah. I think he's been a different player. I he think, has been, yeah, completely different. Yeah, I think he's a shadow of his past self. Yeah. Um, if Fulham have brought him in to be the player to get the goals for him, I don't think it's going to happen. It, that that might be the real shock of the season. <laughs> yeah, but I, I yeah. just can't see it happening. No, I, I can't. No, yeah, no, um, no, I can't. I think he he was he was a great striker um, before his knock. He was such a great player, but I think yeah, you're right. I think since since that incident, I don't think he's been the same same player at all. But then looking into it as well, you could then look at Wolves and the players that they've got rid of in the past few seasons yeah. that have not made them the team that they used to be. No, not and sure. maybe that's affected his performance as well. Maybe yeah. going into Fulham, playing around fresher players. It could, uh, could well do. I mean, yeah, Wolves haven't been the same team that I've sort of become accustomed to Wolves being. Yeah. I used to hate playing Wolves. Mm. I absolutely hate it because they were one of those teams that you just never, never like in charge against. Yeah, they just took control of the game, but they haven't been the same at all. Yeah, and then for the team for the flop of the season, um, at the moment the way things are going, I'd have to say West Ham. Yeah. They've they've sold what is to me probably their key player in Declan Rice. Yeah. And they've done nothing with the money so far. No. Um, no. I mean, West Ham have had problems over the past few years. I mean, when they were, yeah. when they moved to the London Stadium, the fights in the crowds that you used to watch between the, the, the same supporters. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean... I mean, West Ham fans have always been really vocal about their owners and the board and things like that. Yeah. Um, and it will eventually come to a point when they just won't be turning up to the matches because they've had enough. Yeah. And I think if they've just got over a hundred million for rice and they don't spend any of it, the fans are going to be fuming. Absolutely. Yeah. But, so I mean, they, they will struggle next year if they don't spend some money. Yeah. They really will. Because in the Premiership, they didn't have a great season last year. They didn't. Obviously, they went on to win the Europa Conference. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, actual Premier League-wise, it weren't a great no, year for no, them. No, it was pretty poor. Um, it was pretty poor. So, for my flop of the seasons, I've gone for a club and a player. I've gone for Mason Mount. Yeah. Moving over to United. I just don't see him doing anything. I, I was thinking about Mason Mount as well. Yeah. But then I've never really rated Mason Mount too much anyway. No, no, so no, no, I haven't. When, when you go flop of the season, yeah. if people are expecting him to do well, yeah. then yeah, he's going to be a flop of I the season. But flop- I think where he's going into the team yeah. and so many people are kind of like, I mean, I know Man United fans yeah. didn't want Mason Mount. Oh, I know some as well, yeah. yeah. And yeah. with that being said, he's going into a United team yeah. with very little on his shoulders to yeah. prove himself. I, I, I just think he's my flop of the season because I think 
with the money that's been spent on him and now going into United and playing at United, who are at the moment a different level to Chelsea yeah. in terms of league position and stuff. Yeah. So he's joining a bigger club in that, that mm-hmm. aspect. So I think it's going to be a flop because there is going to be an expectation on him, even though it is, it is him. Yeah. People don't rate him that much anyway. There will still be an expectation from him because he's gone to a bigger club and he's had money spent on him and he needs to perform. I just can't see him performing. I'm just really surprised with United because with players like James Madison being available, Harvey Barnes being available, yeah, I I, I think Mason Mount is just shouted about that a little bit more. But again, going back to that podcast that I was listening to um, with Frank Lampard, yeah, there must be something that we don't see behind the scenes because um, he said his work rate mm. and his effort is second to none. He yeah. said, you've got your modern day players that in training, yeah. do a bit here, do a bit there. Yeah. And then you've got your old school players like Frank Lampard, like Stephen Gerrard, like your Roy Keynes and that, yeah. that when they even turned up to training, they took it as if it was game day. Yeah. Like they, they <clears> gave their all every yeah. single session. And I mean, just bringing that into the, to the United team. Yeah. M- might spark a few more players. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I mean, sort of, obviously I know Arsenal were the most teams. So sort of like when Xhaka was at the club, he wasn't the greatest footballer, but behind the scenes he was a leader and he yeah. mentored a lot of the Jordan the Henderson kids. at Liverpool, yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. yeah, so that kind of but is Mason Mount shouldn't be at that point in his career if you know what I mean. No, I don't think he's there to um tell players what to do and to motivate them, but it's it's just all about the work, work rate, ethic. If, if if it's just like in our office, if yeah. you if it's quiet, nobody's working. Yeah, just need nobody someone to... will work. If yeah. you've got somebody in there absolutely smashing it, yeah, then all of a sudden, yeah, everybody puts their heads up and's like, I need to up yeah. my work ethic. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, we we will see with Mount. As I said, yeah, I've never really properly rated him. So. Um, he's going in with very little on his shoulders. Yeah, low expectations, really. Yeah. Um, my team for flop of the season, I think, is going to be Tottenham. Not on a hatred reason. Um, a little bit biased, come on. No, it's not biased at all. No, I think... You you said Madison can transform our team. I said Madison was a good signing. You should have done it a couple of years ago. I mean, it's a very good signing. Yeah. But it's not going to make a difference to your league performance, I don't think. You, now, I know you said to me a couple of weeks ago, you think that we're going to be second half of the league. Yeah. The bottom half. Yeah. Do you still stick by that? Yeah, I do, yeah. You, yeah. you reckon? Yeah, I reckon you'll be bottom half of the league. Because bought, bought in Madison, yeah, fair enough. Bought in this new manager, okay, you, New keeper. New keeper. You like people are saying they like the style of football the manager's gonna be playing, like attacking the football, which which is We've good. Regular on back, so we don't have to pay Sessignon at left back. 
Um, okay. Benzka should be uh, fitter for this season. Uh, Kane should hopefully be say it, staying. Kane's going. Kane's off. You say this, but how long has this got to go on for? It's going to go on to the point where it's going to go right towards the end of the window. Kane's going to go, and then you're not going to bring in a replacement. But that's not good business sense. And When have Tottenham done good business sense? Well, Levy's always been a very money, money, money person. Yeah, yeah. Letting Kane go and... 100% if Kane goes and we don't sign another striker and we rely on Richarlison yeah I'm I'm on board with you we're yeah. second we're bottom half of the league yeah but with that then being said surely Levy knows that and if we don't get any sort of Europe football next season yeah. and Kane's gone yeah how do you expect to get a world class striker to come into Tottenham the year after yeah, it'd be impossible. Yeah, it would be impossible. So, in that way, I just can't see it being a last-minute deal. It can't be a last-minute deal. Um, uh, but other than the, the Kane transfer, you, you haven't really seemed to be active in other other areas, like strengthening your midfield, like centre-back position. Centre-back position's winding me up because we just keep going on about um, Clement Longley that we had obviously on loan last season. Yeah. He done very little. I was quite excited to see him come in on loan. Yeah. Done very little for the team. Um Davison Sanchez has obviously gone. And it's now like where do we go? Um yeah. we've got Romero but we need somebody to play alongside Romero. Yeah. Yeah. We do need to strengthen that part of our game. Yeah. Um because if we go into this league um, into this year with the new goalkeeper as our first choice yeah. yet he hasn't got a strong defence in front of him yeah. and it takes him a few few games to get used to the uh, used to the Premier League yeah. we could be looking to struggle mm. before it even begins hey, What are your thoughts on the Dan Juma? Dan Juma uh, where did he go? Fulham wasn't it? Yeah, um, I think it's Fulham. No, it's not Fulham. Oh. Um, I can't remember where he's gone, but I'm I'm annoyed about that as well you because thought I thought was he was going to be. Yeah, I thought he yeah. was going to be a player that we was getting in to trial out. Yeah, if Kane was to leave Tottenham, yeah, to be a good replacement for him. Yeah, and I really don't think he was given the opportunity at Spurs. But again, we don't get to see what happens behind the behind the scenes. And no. if he wasn't a motivational footballer, um, maybe they made the right decision in not having him there. Yeah, there's obviously a reason he weren't playing enough football while he was out on loan with us. Yeah, um, whether that was because how do you say to Kane, we're going to venture? I mean, but, do you think at Tottenham it's a similar case to how things have been at Chelsea where there's been so much sort of disruption and stuff? It's been difficult for you to actually build something and set a team. And we, We've... It was like the Champions League final that we made was the worst thing that happened to us. Yeah. Because ever since we lost that, yeah. 
it's trophyless Spurs. Yeah. It's always been trophyless Spurs. We yeah. haven't won a trophy for years. And then every player in that squad has that pressure on their shoulders. Yeah. And they can't cope with the pressure. And when you've got pressure, it's very hard mm. to keep team spirit. When you've got a rotation of managers coming in, going out, coming yeah. in, going out. It's difficult. Yeah. You, you can't, yeah, you can't be static. So um, you, you can't build on it. Are you going with, if Kane leaves, you don't replace him, you're bottom half of the league. If he stays the top half of the league. So is Kane a difference to you between bottom and top half of the league? Absolutely. But then doesn't that... I, I, I don't even think top half of the league. We'll, we'll be getting into what we think of our clubs um, in a minute. Yeah. But I will just say now, there's a place where I think we'll be mm-hmm. and there's a place that we need to be. If we want to keep Kane, yeah. there's a place we've got to be. Yeah. But there's a place that... I, I I feel like we're going to be. Okay. We'll come on to the Cubs again in a second, but we'll go on to the relegation battle. Who do you think is going to be really struggling this year and going to be in that fight for relegation? I think we could see... Uh, the Premier League is so competitive now. Yeah. So it could be anybody. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, bar, obviously, the top teams. Yeah. But I think we could actually see the three teams that got promoted last season going actually back down again. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you included Burnley in that. Obviously, you've put on there about the new faces. Yeah. But I think I think they're going to do all right. The thing is, Forrest done this um, last season. They brought in so many players. Yeah. And it didn't work. You, you you can't yeah you can't in the middle of a Premier League the top league yeah probably in the world yeah yeah um you can't start adapting players to play with each other no you you, you add to a team gradually I mean I, I was I mean, just talking about West Ham and doing no signings yeah sometimes that's not such a bad thing. They might be thinking we're going to this season mm-hmm. off of a um, Europa Conference League win, yeah. and we're doing a lot better. Yeah, and then, but I think they still need to add one or two players. Yeah, and then you've got player at teams like Burnley that if they are eight faces yeah. that they expect to come in and be playing first team football, mm. be on the team sheet at the beginning of a game. Oh, that's it's a completely different team. Completely exactly. Different team. Um, They did get all their business done very early, which would obviously have helped because they'd had a lot of time in pre-season to adapt and stuff. Yeah, but it's a couple of months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's if that's if they are eight first-team starters. Yeah, Um, it's likely probably maybe four of them are first-team starters. I'd say. Yeah, but I I think Burnley are going to do quite well. To be honest, I think they'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, Forest obviously are through in there as well. Yeah. Um, I just, I think there's too much change at Forest. Yeah. Um, players don't know whether they're coming or going. No, um, no, it's not a nice position to be in at all. Yeah. So Forest, um, I think will be in the battle. Yeah. Burnley, 
Luton, I think Luton's just an easy option to say though. Uh, it is an easy I, option. I, yeah, I actually hope they do well. I hope they um, do well. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely love it if they could take a victory against one of the top six teams or something. I yeah, it's be at home as well. It's be, I think it'd be fantastic. Yeah, but they're the teams that again they come into the league with no expectations of themselves. It's a bit like Blackpool. Do you remember when Blackpool came in? Blackpool, came up, yeah. They came up and that Charlie Adams and that, they, they yeah. fucking, they shocked quite a few players. I mean, even Brentford, teams. where they are now. Yeah, you wouldn't have expected that, would you'd you? You'd have never have no. expected that in a million years. No. That's so, one club that seemed to just breed and pick up fucking star players out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, fucking great. And who did um, Eddie Howe bring up as well? Um, it's Bournemouth, isn't it? Bournemouth, Bournemouth, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and obviously Sheffield United as well, yeah. Um, to wrap up the three teams that've been promoted. Um, as yeah. I said, I watch a lot more Premier League football than what I do any other league, even the Championship. I watch the playoffs, and that is yeah, that's about as far as I go. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sheffield United, they've been in the Premier League before, they know what it's about and that, but they are one of them teams that are an up and down team. Yeah, um, they're one of them, aren't they, that you will see pop up every now and again, they'll go down, they'll come up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think that's a fair four. But I, I just don't think I think Burnley's gonna do all right. Um I've gone for Luton as well. Yeah. It's like you said, it's one of those easy options, isn't it? Um I've gone for, then I've gone for Palace. Okay. Zaha's left. Yeah. I I don't know what else they've really got. They've got that Eze. He's a really good player. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I love the manager, but I, just, I don't know. I think they're going to struggle. I just don't know where their where their goals are going to come from. I don't think they're going to win many matches. I think they're going to draw a lot. I just can't see them having a good season at all. Um, and then the other team I've gone for is Bournemouth. I think yeah. since Eddie Howe left Bournemouth, they haven't been the same team. Yeah. They haven't been the same at all. I think they're, they're going to struggle. I think the way I look at this is I look at it like, obviously, in the Prem, you can't ever be confident about going to any club now. Yeah. You can't be assured of three points anywhere you go. So I looked at it and thought, what's the three sort of teams I think people would not fear going to. And yeah. I think Luton, Bournemouth and Palace were my sort of three. Yeah. I think going to Sheffield, I think Sheffield they'll be up for it. They're always yeah. up they're always up for a game. Burnley as well, I think they'll always be up for it, especially with the manager they've got in now. I think they they'll be up for it. And I fucking hate playing Forest. They've not just had the FA Cup twice, so I never like fucking playing them anyway. <laughs> um so that's my reason for Luton, Palace and Bournemouth. I just thought, looking at the table, they're the least concerning teams. Yeah, I, I, I can't argue with your points. As I said, it's so competitive, you could probably choose 10 different teams yeah. as to who could actually be relegated this season. Yeah, I think um, you could, yeah. Yeah, it's as tight at the top as what it is at the bottom. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I, if you was to ask me who's challenging for the title there's multiple teams this year 
Yeah, think. there's three or four clubs, really, isn't there? Um, yeah, I think you've got it. Man City, obviously. Yeah. Man United. Yeah. I think Arsenal are going to be off the pace, but I think they'll be up there. Um, Liverpool could be... If Nunes comes alive, uh, you never know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think because of last season, I think Liverpool are now under the radar a little bit. Mm. And I think people are kind of are forgetting about them a little. Yeah. Um, but I mean, sometimes that's the best. It is, yeah. I mean, yeah. Arsenal yeah. last season, all Arsenal fans, as yeah. we as we said last year, and yeah. it really winding me up, everybody <laughs> was so happy as an Arsenal fan that you came second and that you were in for a chance of winning the title, yeah, which you should have fucking done. Um, yeah, they're that team at the moment. Yeah, Liverpool fans aren't expecting to go into a Premier League. No, to win it. No, they're not. But if no. they pick up a good run of form, they, Nunes starts finding. They the run could of form. easily. They could easily do it. Yeah, yeah they could. And yeah. that's what I said about Newcastle as well. Yeah, I don't think anybody's expecting Newcastle to go into this season and win the Premier League. But again, I think they're another team that are up there. Yeah. Um, they're yeah. going to challenge for it. I think Chelsea are going to be off the pace still. Um, I think it's going to take them a little bit more time. Yeah. I think next season probably they'll be a lot better. Yeah. Um, I think they'll do better than they did last season this year. Yeah. Um, because like last year was fucking awful. Is there anyone else that I haven't mentioned that you think might be up there for maybe um, a shot at a title challenge? Not title challenge, I don't no. think. No, I think that's probably it for title challenge. There's obviously other teams that I think could fight for um, Europa spots yeah. and Europa Conference League spots. Yeah, I mean, teams like Brighton, yeah. they, they did well last year. They'll do well again this year. Yeah. Very good team. Um, Brentford are going to be up there. Yeah. Villa? It's Villa. Villa, I think they'll be up there. I think they'll probably get Europa. Um, yeah. Good squads and they're adding good players to it. They're, yeah, yeah, they are good. And obviously, got a decent manager as well. I think they'll be up there for Europa spots definitely. I think they're a team that aren't not very nice to play against. They're not very nice mm. at all. They can score five one week and then the next week they can score none. Yeah, it's, it's, you don't know what you're going to get when you play Villa. Yeah, um, yeah. So moving on to our clubs. Does it I'll not... let you start. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I'm not sure what to expect this season. I'm really not sure. We've still got Champions League football and it's been a long time since we've had Champions League football. So it concerns me a bit because of the depth of the squads. So mm -hmm. like left back, for example, we've got Zinchenko and Tierney. Tierney might go, might stay. If he goes, who else have we got? We've got this um, Timber's come in. Timber can play left back, right back, centre back. Um, but then in the midfield, we've got Party and Rice. If one of them gets injured, who else have we got to come in to cover that? Just concerns me the depth of the squad. Yeah, when it, that's the thing we've always been the case with City. They've got a starting eleven. They've got another first team eleven on the bench ready. Yeah, that that is a crazy thing. Isn't it? <coughs> I think that's one thing that Pep gets overlooked on. That yeah. how does he keep all of them players happy? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you yeah, know yeah, that you're yeah. a first team footballer and you're sitting on a bench, yeah. all right, you're picking up trophies. Yeah. 
I mean, how long did Grealish sit on the bench before he sort of came into his own at the end of the season? Exactly. Like the yeah. amount of money they spent on him, and he, he wasn't playing much at all. Yeah. And then something clicked, and then he came off the bench and he played and did really well at the end of the season. Yeah. But yeah, it's always been something with City is they've got another team sitting on the bench. Yeah. Like, and that's been so beneficial to them for so long. And that does concern me about us going in because. I don't know if we've got the depth in the squads at the moment. I mean, hopefully we're still picking up a few players left in the window, but it does concern me if if, if a couple of injuries happen, it could be very difficult for us. Yeah, I can see what you're saying with, obviously, the Champions League. There's a lot more football um, around Christmas time. It's absolutely ridiculous as well. Yeah, but and it's a different it, level it, of football from Champions League to Europa. Yeah. It's a different level. But as I said, trying to keep that many players happy for yeah. one, and it, well, it, it's been proven at like places like Chelsea. Yeah, trying to keep that many players happy, yeah. and actually finding the talent that's willing to come in and be a rotational player, yeah. rather than a first yeah. team I starter. Mean, it looks like we've agreed personal terms with Raya. Mm. and that for me, I think that's incredible. I think that is, I. I wanted him to yeah. come to Spurs. Yeah. Um, I thought he was a very good goal, goalkeeper. He's a very good goalkeeper. Very um, good. And I, I think it's... that This is the thing. When you do things like this, I feel like it's a career ruiner. I mean... It, he's, he's not going to be known as the legend of Arsenal. Well, I don't think he will be. No, no. I mean... Um, whereas at Brentford that he's at now... Yeah. He could be seen as one of the best Brentford goalkeepers. Oh yeah, he could. They've ever yeah. had. Yeah, I mean, for me, I I like it in the sense that we've now, if he does complete signing, we've got a keeper that can give Ramsdale a rest. He can do the FA Cup games. He can do um, Carabao Cup games, maybe Champions League games. Like he won't though. He won't do Champions League. He'll do at best Carabao and FA Cup. They, they won't trust him, Champions League. I think they will. I think they will. I think mm. in, if there's a if there's a group game, or whatever. I think I think they would. What do you think? Him. Ramsdale is going to be happy that he was part of the reason they're in the Champions League yeah. next season to then give up his space, actually playing in the Champions League. Yeah, maybe Raya. not. Maybe not. I mean, it's not. Yeah. Up, it's not up to Ramsdale, but no, I know what you mean. But I, I think last year there was so much pressure on Ramsdale, and. He must have been burnt out from the amount of effort he put in the passion he put into every single fucking game. Yeah. He must have been shattered. So I do like the fact that we we could be getting Raya as a second keeper. I'm surprised that Raya wants to do it, mm. but I'm not surprised that Arsenal wants to do it. Yeah. Um it's good for us. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good for us. Um like you said, he could have gone to another Prem team and be number one every week. Yeah. He could have easily done. He would have at Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, would have done. But I'm going for us to get out of the group stages in the Champions League and okay. get to the last 16. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think we're going to get any further than that. Really? Yeah, I think last six, I think last 16. I think Champions League is one of them leagues, though, that all depends on the run-in that you get. It does, yeah. Yeah, it does. 
I mean, there yeah. are so many teams in the Champions League that just shouldn't be in the Champions League. Yeah. You, you could yeah. probably swap two of them from a league a lot lower than the Premier League yeah. and put in sixth place from the Premier League. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you get a good run in, you can easily make semi-final without even playing a big team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that is true. It's true. But when I say playing a big team, you might have a big <clears> team <throat> in your uh, group or whatever. Yeah. But then you might have another two small teams that mm. you can easily get through. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, generally, I think I think it's great to be back in it. I think last sixteen, I think, will be around where we we are. And for the Prem, I'd be happy with top four to get Champions League football again. But I think we're going to be first or second again. I think we're going to push. I think that mentality is there now. And I think... The... Do you think it is still there, though? I think because obviously it is, yeah. it, it, You lost the mentality at the end of the season. I think it Do is. Do you think it's not going to damage the players um, like what it did at Spurs? Yeah. In the fact that you have one hand on the title and then Man City go and do the quadruple? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah, I... I that is a chance that that could happen, but I I think the mentality is still there. I mean, we played a pre-season game against Barcelona. We won four three, I think it was, um, and Xavi came out at the end and said that wasn't a friendly match. That felt like a Champions League night. That the, the intensity was incredible. Yeah. Um. So I think it is still there, and I think in Arteta, I don't think he, I think he will keep that intensity because of how he is. I think with Tottenham, when you lost lost the Champions League final, and that I think Pochettino lost the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think I think that will be the case of Arsenal. I think Arteta's on it. Yeah, and I think the intensity will still be there. So I think we'll be first or second this year. I think we're still going to push. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, with Spurs, as I said, so there's two things. There's what we need to accomplish. If we hold on to Kane, yeah, this is a big if, obviously. Yeah. So much speculation with Bayern Munich. If you're going to ask me the question, do I think we should hold on to Kane? Mm-hmm. There's two answers as well. Yeah, and that is no. If he's going to go free next year, yeah. Yes, if he's going to sign and stay at Tottenham, yeah. So yeah, that's as simple as is it, it is. Is it not concerning for you though that you've got one player that can control the fate of the club from top half of the table to bottom half? It's concerned me. If- for, for years. Yeah. And for years, it's a reason why I've always been open to the idea of Kane going. Like, yeah. to have your all-time goal scorer yeah. um, going to leave the team, obviously nobody wants to see that, but at the same time, as you just said, that player controls the whole of Tottenham and where we yeah. finish. Yeah. And I would rather have a team that if one player decides that they don't want to be at Tottenham anymore, yeah. we can let them go and get somebody else in rather than just have that one player that we're always reliant on. Yeah. And it just seems to be like that in the games as well. Yeah. When we're playing, if we haven't got Kane mm. or if we have got Kane and he's not in his top form, yeah. you nine times out of ten, we're going to lose that game. We've got nothing else. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, there's a reason Kane scores so many goals for Spurs, yeah. and that is because we play around him, yeah. and because we've got no other goal scorers. We rely on him to score the goal. Well, let me take that back. We have got goal scorers, yeah. but Son, Kulazewski, they play the role of supporting Kane. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, as I said, it, we could be a very different football team. And it'd almost be interesting to see us without Kane. I mean, yeah. I remember when Kane was injured, I think it was about three seasons ago, and Son filled his position. Mm. And Son was unbelievable. Yeah, And maybe that is the answer. I mean, last year, we keep saying about Richarlison replacing uh, Kane. Yeah. Last year, Richarlison, when he was playing, was playing more the left-wing role. He was, yeah. So, is it a case that if we do get rid of Harry Kane last minute, mm. Richarlison becomes our left wing and Son then becomes our front man? I think it'd be a totally different style of football, though, if you do that. Because Kane's so good with his like, back to goal. Well, I don't and... think that's a bad thing. No, I mean, it all depends on the new manager and how he wants to play, doesn't it? I think counter-attacking football... Yeah. um, To have the speed of Richarlison, Son and Kulizewski coming at you, taking on your defence... Yeah. yeah. Kane doesn't take on players. He hasn't got pace to take on players. Um, If you've got that that as your front three, then do you need to spend £100 on someone behind? Yeah. Because you need someone like an Odegaard or a De Bruyne or Bruno Fernandes or someone someone like that. Yeah. That feeds that front three. But if you sell Kane, how much are you going to get for him at the moment? Well, we're looking at 100 million. <coughs> um, I think we've been offered about 70, 80. So say you say you sell him for 100. You, is it going to be enough to sign someone for 100? That one player to make the difference that Kane makes in that team, or you're going. But you're to saying about it. the holding up. I think that's where Benteke comes in. Madison, it's not so much of a hold up player, but he can he can get a ball and move forward with the ball. He can transition the ball through. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I might be completely wrong in what I say, but I'm. My opinion's my opinion, and I do think that he, at the moment, does control the way that we play. And it's very much mm. similar to um, when you get multiple new players in. Yeah. You have to adapt them all to your play style. Yeah. If we get rid of Kane, as you've just said, we've got to change our whole play style. Yeah. So, all of a sudden... It is like half the team's been replaced. It's like when Ronaldo came back to United. They, yeah, they, they tried had, to they adapt tried... all their football around him. Yeah, and then it didn't work. And it didn't yeah. work, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, going back to the two things, where we need to be, as I said, if we keep on hold of Kane yeah. and um, he decides to stay, see if he goes next season on a free... Yeah if we don't accomplish anything. Yeah. What I think that we need to accomplish if he is to re-sign another contract mm. um, 
is he needs to um, win a trophy, yeah. whether it's even an FA Cup, Carabao Cup. Yeah, we've got to pick up a trophy. Yeah, and we've got to make Champions League football. Yeah, that's what we need to that's do where to keep Tottenham, game. That's where Tottenham should be, really. Yeah, yeah. What I think we're going to get is Europa at best, mm-hmm. and I think there's always a chance that we could pick up a a a, a trophy. But yeah. with this new manager. It all depends on how the players adapt to him. Yeah. Because it just goes to show it doesn't matter how world class of a manager you are. Yeah. We've had the Contes, yeah, yeah. we've had the Mourinho's. Yeah. They've not worked. No. But you can get managers like Eddie Howe in yeah. that know how to get know them, how to get stuck in and they know what as, they're doing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um so on that basis, I think yeah, we are going to not get to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. And that is why I'm so on the fence with this Kane deal. Yeah. Because, of course, I want him to say, I want him to sign a new contract. Yeah. But if he is wanting to go, <clears throat> we need some money for him. Yeah. You, you can't see a £100 million player walk away from no. a team. No, you can't, no. We need no. to invest. Um, and yeah. I know Levy is not going to put his hand in his own pocket yeah. and invest £100 million on replacing mm. uh, replacing his talent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's where I stand with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of them. Uh, he... A lot of people say that are Tottenham fans, he should go. Yeah. He should go and win trophies. But again, if I was Kane, I would be thinking that I'm the biggest goal scorer at Spurs. Yeah. I've already accomplished something there. I could be the yeah. Premier League's all time top goal scorer. He is still going to go down as a legend. Yeah. Without a trophy. He will, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he will. He will go down as a legend without a trophy. But how much is it really going to add to his portfolio Mm. saying, I've won the Bundesliga? You played for Bayern Munich. Of course you won. (laughs) Yeah, of course you did. You didn't win it. No. Bayern Munich won it. Yeah. Because they pretty much win it every year anyway. But being real. He's not going to win the Premier League. But what I'm saying is, how, how much difference is it going to make to him mm. saying that he's picked up a Bundesliga? Yeah. How, how much difference is that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he could pick up a Champions League with him as well, I suppose. Yeah, he could do. Yeah. that That's yeah. maybe a difference. Yeah. But I don't think, if he's going to Bayern Munich... And all he accomplishes from is, going is there the is picking up title, a, yeah. the, the German league title. I mean, I don't see him as any more of a legend status than if he stays at Spurs, mm. doesn't pick up a trophy, but goes down as yeah. all-time top goal scorer. Yeah. And he'll go down as it by miles as well. He's yeah. still got years in him. Oh, he has, yeah. And he's give two years and he's beaten the record. I mean, surely for him... Winning the FA Cup with Tottenham 
is more appealing than winning the Bundesliga with Munich. This is the thing. I, I would have thought that that is more appealing. Yeah. What concerns me is that he hasn't come out and said anything. <clears throat> yeah. That, that, that's... Yeah. And where all the talk was before about the gentleman's agreement yeah. that if we didn't win a trophy or whatever the yeah, agreement yeah, yeah. was, uh, Levy would let him go. And then he went back on that agreement. Yeah. It almost makes it makes it feel like if he doesn't go now He's gonna and go. he makes He's, a gentleman's yeah. agreement with Dan yeah, Levy yeah, that yeah. oh I'll sign a new contract and yeah. then doesn't yeah. and screws us over. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, can, yeah. It could, it, it could end it, yeah. up ending up really bad it could, yeah. to the point that yeah. Tottenham resent him. It could. And, and if he goes on a free as well, mm. we've got no control of, as to where he goes as well. No, he go so anywhere. he goes yeah. to the Premier, another Premier League team, goes to United. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, there's so many different scenarios. It'd be interesting um, how this one plays out. I, I, I think he's going to go to Munich. I just have a feeling about it. I think um, from what I read as well, there's um, a good thing in the contract that they're talking about as well, and that is um, a uh, sell-on clause mm. that he cannot be sold on to another yeah. Premier League yeah, team. I, yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, that would just be sickening. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we're close on that. Yeah, so we'll go on to Fish Finger Sandwich of the Week. So have you got a Fish Finger Sandwich of the Week for us this week? I have, and it's staying on the uh, football side of things, okay. and it's staying on the Tottenham side of things. Right. I don't know if you've heard the silly rumours, but if this is true, this definitely deserves a Fish Finger Sandwich of the Week, and that is that um, Jay-Z has reportedly made a shocking attempt to buy Tottenham Hotspur. Has he really? Um Mate, if you're saying that you've got 99 problems... Well, he's going to add another one. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> That's interesting. Is there anything in it? Or is it just a... I've got 99 problems and Tottenham is definitely one. <laughs> <laughs> is there any legs in it? Um, I think where it stemmed from is obviously uh, current owner Joe Lewis for yeah. what he's going through uh, in the States with the um, insider trading... And everything, yeah. um, maybe he's seen if it is actually potentially up for sale, yeah, yeah, um, fair enough, yeah, yeah, but yeah, Jay Z, save, yeah. save your money, mate, yeah, stay away, Sa- save the heartache, stay away, um, yeah, 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 if you want to buy a team, do a Ryan Reynolds and buy a league team and. Yeah, and, and go and win something. I mean, I think Tom Brady is invested in Birmingham City. I think. Oh, really? Like, so yeah, they're all they're all trying it. They're all trying yeah, it. but yeah, pick. Some. Why not take it before the Saudis do? Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. Um, my fish finger sandwich of the week goes to someone um, in the office that happened when I wasn't here. I was on the day off. He's he he told me about. Um, there's conversations about a horse race going on in the office and then um one of the one of the girls in the office asks you how do you know who has won a horse race now in any race no matter what it is cars running horses any race the winner is the person that finishes first in in any race 
Yeah, but how do they finish first, Dan? <laughs> I think that was more the point that they were trying to get at. How do you know if that horse has finished first? Because they got to the fucking finish line first. <laughs> uh, I, I, how do you know where the finish line is? It's either a man with a flag, or there's a line, or there's something at the end that you go over to win a race. I mean, I'm not commenting because I'm not getting in trouble. <laughs> I just found it hilarious when you said about it. How do you know which horse has, which horse has won? Was, well, first of all, it's the only one that's not shot afterwards, but <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, fish finger sandwich goes to her. Enjoy your fish finger sandwich. I really enjoyed that. That was brilliant. Yeah, nice. Right, brilliant. Thanks for this week's episode, Ant. Uh, thanks um, very much. Really looking forward to the Premier League. Uh, we'll have another episode before it actually kicks off um, next week. Uh, yes, we will. Um, um, yeah, we will. Oh, actually, oh, will depends. We, will we? Because yeah. we've got stag duties. Yeah. Uh, so we might we'll see. see everyone next week, or it might be the week after that, which is your wedding week. Wow. So, yeah, if you don't see us, if we've gone missing, don't worry, guys. Don't call the police. Um, it's just that, yeah, we've got a couple of busy weeks uh, coming up. Yeah, stag doing um, weddings. So we've got lots, lots of drinks. Maybe we do up. a podcast the morning of the wedding, mate. The morning of? <laughs> I think you'll be, Might settle my nerves a little bit. You'll be playing golf, aren't you? <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, thanks uh, for listening, guys. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, don't forget to hit us up on uh, social media for Facebook and Instagram. It's the Lads Pad Official. For Twitter, it's the Lads Pad OFCL. And we will catch you soon. We'll catch you soon. Thanks very much.